Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more, sir. Robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. All right, maybe you guys can help me out with this. 1003 Sports Sunday. Mike, Joe, Rashad here with you. Um... I want to watch Long Gone Summer today. It's the 30 for 30 about Maguire, Sosa, 98, home runs, juicing, all that. And it says it's airing today, but I'm looking at the guide, and the guide is telling me it's just old home run derbies. Do you know what channel and what time it's on? If you do, please text 503-250-1080. I'm trying to find it. It says 9 p.m., but 9 p.m. does not say 30 for 30 anywhere on my guide. So please help. (laughs) Please help. 503-250-1080. Coming up this hour, we have a hate it or love it and a little MLS talk. I want to see if Rashad will have any more interest in watching the MLS. Nope. Well, there goes that (laughs) segment uh, based on their new format that they were going to do for their return. But I want to get into baseball here quickly. So we did talk about it last week a little bit. The MLB and the Players Association have been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about a return to play. And it feels like the owners and the MLB keep offering the exact same package, but just in different wrapping, right? They want... It's on at 6? It's on at 6 p.m. Okay. 6 p.m. ESPN, I imagine? That is correct. Okay. I don't know why my guide says it's an old MLB home run derby. So it's lying to me. <laughs> Probably so. Um, the the owners keep trying to wrap the same offer in different packages. We'll give you this amount of games at this prorated salary. No. Okay, we'll give you this amount of games at this prorated salary, which turns out to be the exact same amount of money you would have made at the other offer we gave you, but it's just a different amount of games. No. Okay, how about, how about this amount of games at this prorated salary, which is the exact same number again, it's but we have a promo playing right now actually of Cam Cleland. It's like we're we're trying to give you ten cents, so we're going to offer you this amount of games for ten cents. No, how about this amount of games for two nickels? No, 
How about this amount pennies? of games for one nickel and five pennies? No. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> uh, it's the players are not getting tricked by the amount of offers that are being coming in, coming in from the MLB that are the, that are the same. What's frustrating to me is that there feels like there's been absolutely no working towards the middle. And the MLB is saying that we're working towards the middle and we're giving them fair offers. But if you look at what they're offering them, they're not. They're viewing it wrong. They're viewing it as like total money that the players can receive based on playoff revenue and length of season and all that kind of stuff, where in reality, it's all about the percentage of their paychecks. And at the very beginning of this, they agreed to fully prorated 82 games, right? That's what they agreed to. And it's been changed. The goalposts keep being moved. And the players are saying, no, you told us we were going to get prorated salaries. And MLB is like, well, we'll give you prorated salaries for 40 games, which is the exact same amount of money that they're trying to get them to take anyway. And it, it reached a point this week, well, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, where, or two days ago, the MLB gave their offer. It was like 73 games at an 83% prorated salary, which was maybe like percentage yeah. points higher in terms of what they were getting, but it was basically the same. For like 72 games, right? 70 games, 73 yeah, okay. games. Yeah. Um, and they said, if you do not accept this offer, we are going to just mandate a 50-game season, is what they basically said. And they said, we give you until Sunday. Players Association already said no. Yeah, we're good. But what uh, Tony Clark, who's the head of the Players Association, did kind of painted the MLB into a corner, which I thought was was smart. He goes, when and where do we have to be? Right. So in one way, the MLB, if they force a season, they come across as bad. Right. They force a cheaper season on the players. And on the other hand, if they don't, they're going to look bad because they didn't come to an agreement with the players based on something that they already agreed with. So I thought that was pretty smart by Tony Clark to come out and say that of like, fine, you get it. You get whatever you want. But it, it makes the MLB look bad. And they don't want the optics of that, I don't, I don't think. it's. I just wish they would just get their ass together, man. Work together. This is not a CBA negotiation. That's coming in two years, which, by the way, I guarantee is going to be awful based on this. Just try to get some money for you guys. Let, let the players get paid. I'm, the owners, I'm sure, want some money, obviously, from this as well. Like, come on. You just re-signed massive TV contracts with, with Turner and ESPN. Go get a season in if you can get it. No, they can pay right now, and they're just deciding uh, not to. The fact that they would continue that only prorate or uh, give them um, for 40 games, prorate their salary 40 games, uh, was a slap in the face. Just considering, like we said it last week, man, 40 games is not a baseball season. And I'm I'm somebody who thinks the baseball season is way too long. 40 games doesn't even begin to scratch the surface there. So that was out of line in the first place. And then my favorite part is um, Major League Baseball saying that they're disappointed in the Players Association for not wanting to negotiate in good faith over resumption of play. Like, what? Like you've been I know, doing, the MLB statement was such a crock you, of You've ass. been doing nothing but, like, again, like you said, moving the goalposts back further and further. Every single time it seemed like, okay, this could work, you know, uh, 50 games, 75 games. So, okay, well, maybe that could work. Uh, no, we're going to change that. And we're, we're still going to offer you the same. Like, you keep kind of screwing these players around. And now they're in a – LeBron James kind of changed things for, for for athletes because outside of the NFL, like, these guys hold 
all the chips, you know, really, and they can decide what they want to do. And right now, they're I'm glad that they're pushing back and saying, man, no, you're going to pay us for this. Like, you're gonna, not going to be the only people to get paid and only pay us less than half of what we're supposed to get. No, that's not going to work like that. The, the rest of the MLB statement, you know, so they said they're not negotiating in good faith. They said the MLBPA understands that the this is from the MLB that the agreement reached on March 26 was premised on the party's mutual understanding that the players would be paid their full salaries only if play resumed in front of fans and that another negotiation was to take place if clubs could not generate the billions of dollars of ticket revenue required to pay players. I was reading about that on Twitter. That's not really true. They're just lying. Apparently the wording was very vague in that uh, agreement on March 26. It was, it was premised on the fact that there would be fans there. The MLBPA didn't see it like that. That was an agreement to them of we're going to give you your full prorated salaries. So the MLB is basically trying to, to spin the story back their way. Um, and then they're, and then they're, then they put in the guilt card, the MLBPA's position that players are entitled to virtually all the revenue from a 2020 season played without fans is not fair to the thousands of other baseball employees that clubs in our office are supporting financially during this very difficult season. Oh, I'm sorry. Woe is me. Billionaire owners. You're trying to you're trying to make us feel bad about the employees that you're supporting with all of your billions of dollars that you could clearly afford. Like, come on, how tone deaf are you? It's 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 a terrible look for the MLB. The players have all the leverage here, and for once, fans are actually supporting the players. They're actually saying, "Oh, the players have a right to not want to play in an unsafe environment and not getting paid their full salary." Usually, they side with the owners for some reason, but. At this point, they're actually siding with the players. The MLB just looks bad. They look petty and bad. You look incredibly petty because, again, if you're not going to pay me my full rate, and especially if I'm about to, like you mentioned, I'm about to put myself at risk right now. And baseball players, much like basketball, they haven't been playing together for a little bit. They haven't been, I don't know what their workout schedules are like, but they haven't been at a team facility trying to you know, get themselves in baseball shape, which is so much different than basketball shape or football or anything like that. And so you want these guys to go back out there and, again, risk injury, risk possible uh, sickness, and get paid less than half of what I'm supposed to be paid to do it? No, thank you. No, thank you. And I'm trying to figure out who in the who in Major League Baseball sat back and was like, man, that's a great idea. We should do that. We should just offer them 40% of what they – and then we're going gonna to keep counter-offering well, they're, with they're the greedy, same thing. They're like, greedy what are you owners. talking about? What do you expe- I mean, in that case, what do you expect? They're greedy billionaire owners. They want to guess, pinch every penny they can. I guess not much. And, again, much like uh, we just mentioned the NBA and uh, foot NFL owners, man, where are the baseball owners? Where are they coming up and standing? Mind you, Major League Baseball is nowhere near as black as it used to be, you know, in the early 90s, you know, 80s, 70s, 80s, whatever the case is. So – Probably not going to see as many people stand up because we're not as well represented in Major League Baseball. We are some of the really great players, not as well represented, but they actually haven't said anything quite either. So it's it's you're right, owners are are cheap, and but shoot, that's how they stay rich. That's how they stay owners. Some of the players have come out and said, "We just want to play." The league is the one who made it into the CBA negotiation by trying to impose a salary cap and doing all these weird things. Just wanted to read the statement from the. PA as well, just as a counterpoint to the MLB statement. I won't read the whole thing, but I'll, I'll give you kind of the, the bits and pieces that are important. Um, players agreed to billions in monetary concessions as a means to that end. And in the face of repeated media leaks and misdirection, we have made additional proposals to inject new revenues into the industry. Uh, it's now become apparent that these efforts have fallen upon deaf ears. In recent days, owners have decried the supposed unprofitability of owning a baseball team. Did you hear that? Mm. The Cardinals owner came out and said, 
man, we just don't really make a profit. BS, really? you don't make a profit. High, highest paid sport in, in You might all not sports. make a net cool. profit, but you know who else doesn't make a net profit? Amazon. Unprofitability. Stupid. Um, the commissioner has repeatedly threatened to schedule a dramatically shortened season unless players agree to hundreds of millions in further concessions. Our response has been consistent that they are unwarranted, would be fundamentally unfair to players, and that our sport deserves the fullest 2020 season possible. As a result, it unfortunately appears the further dialogue with the league would be futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. It's just like, I, that, I love that line. You go, Tony Clark. Stick it to the league. Make them look bad because they look terrible. No, this they is, look terrible. All, all the leagues are coming across as, man, looking really, really bad right now. Hopefully over the next two weeks, you know what I'm saying, to a month, they'll be able to kind of get their act together because right now I think everybody just comes across as um, uninformed and kind of petty, you know, at this point. So they need to figure out what's what because – um, I'm kind of like you. Like I'm tired of talking about what will be and when it's going to start and when it could start or if it's going to start at all. Like make a decision, make one that's good enough for your players, make one that's good enough for your league. So this way you don't look like such a dang joke anymore. All right, we got a break. Coming up next, the MLS's return is interesting and different. And I think it could attract more fans than normal based on the format. Could. I want to see if Rashad, once he hears it, would actually take part in it at all. He's already shaking his head no. But you haven't even heard it yet, Rashad. You haven't even heard it. Mm, okay, I'll hear you out. Do you like the World Cup? Uh, I do. Well, then, coming up next, we'll see if Rashad wants to watch the new MLS. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Is there a reason why you were kneeling on the ground before? I was stretching. You were stretching? Yes. My... I was talking to Joe. He was telling us about his NCAA 14 quandaries. Um, and then I look over and you're just like on the ground. Yeah, I was, you know. Have to stretch my, uh, well, have to, you know, these chairs are kind of uncomfortable sometimes. So I just had to get up and uh, stretch a little bit. Is that is that the old man in you, Rashad? Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Got to get on the ground and stretch my back out. 37 now, bro. Like, it's going to happen a whole <laughs> lot now. You know what I mean? I get it. I'm okay with it. I'm not ashamed. Uh, that's, <laughs> clearly, because you're talking about it and you're not lying about it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not, no, I'm you, not uh, ashamed. Yeah. You, I just was like, why are you kneeling on the ground? What are yeah. you doing? Trying to you praying to the radio gods over here. Uh, trying to stretch the old, well, getting old, Lynch. You'll see one day. <laughs> well, I'm seven years behind you, but I, uh, well, almost six years behind you. I turned uh, 31 in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Joe, you were asking us. So you you said they have got updated rosters in NCAA 14, the football video game, and uh, you're having a tough time deciding between Tyler Shuck and Anthony Brown. Yeah, um, you know, my first instinct was to go with Shuck. He's, you know, he's spent, the younger guy. He's spent the time there. He's he's put in the work in an Oregon uniform. He's been waiting for that opportunity. But I do like me some Anthony Brown. He wasn't too bad at Boston College, and uh, he's a little speedster and uh, grad transfer, I believe, coming over. Correct. And I don't know. I might have to trade series for series for them. See how they do in the first game. And uh, but as they say, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. That is so, true. I, I, I'm in trouble. I I'm need going to, with the sophomore if I'm you, man. I'm, uh, I'm going with Shuck, yeah. I, uh, you know, if he gets hurt, you got a great backup. 
that's the that's the key. That's true. That's true. I, I I will say I know people have varying opinions on barstool sports, but the NCAA video game that Big Cat is playing, and he's like he's Twitch streaming it. It's replacing sports for a lot of people. <laughs> I've watched it a couple of times. I know Joe is religiously watching it because you tweet about it all the time, but not religiously. I, I've missed a few games, but I once I started watching it, I was like, okay, when's the next one? I've right. been keeping up on them. When it, when, it, when do they air? It makes you realize how much you miss sports because you're watching someone play a fake video game, but you're like a six year old like, video game at yeah, that. A six, especially a six year old video <laughs> game, and you're sucked into the story though, and it's just like. You're like, oh, this is what I missed about sports is the storylines, right? I've been playing my own. I've been playing football manager on, on my laptop, which is a soccer simulation game. And I just get, I got so sucked in. It was just like, and that is a very addicting game, but I have no sports right now. So that is my sports. I'm the manager of Dolwich Hamlet and I need, <laughs> I need to get them up to the premier league they, and it, I'm getting passionate about it, man. They have been having, uh, I lost four nothing last game and I'm really angry about it. <laughs> They, you know, they've been ESPN has been putting on like 2K uh, leagues and stuff like that. And like, so that's people you know, are, you know are desperate for sports. You know, what's weird is I feel like that is missing the mark. People want the story of a season, even if it's a fake season. The 2K stuff is like esports, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, some people are watching that. And I, I, I like esports, so I'm not here to, to talk S about it at all. Um, I just I'm not huge in like the NBA 2K esports thing. But Watching one person go through a season of NCAA football is more realistically reenacting sports for more people than watching someone play esports 2K because you get attached to the players that they have. Again, to use the big cat as an example on Barstool, he's changing the names of the players to be more memorable and funny. Um, like one of his players right now is Rico Burgerton, just a great name, right? And it's just like you change the name of the player and it just makes the it makes the story and the connection more versus watching you know an esports competition unless you're really a, a diehard 2K esports person or a Madden esports person because I'm sure they're playing those as well. Um, you know it's it's different. It's weird. It's that it's the storyline thing that's missing, and it's kind of cool that it's it's coming out through NCAA mm -hmm. Football 14, a six year old video game. <laughs> maybe this will you know maybe this whole thing with it becoming so popular now might entice ea to go back to making yeah can they the effing bring the game, game back please so you I, know they do what they do they try to be slick and they, miss they give so some stuff on madden right so when you play like the quarterback one on madden which is silly you can only be one position but when you play that um they you get to choose from like eight schools or something yeah like who do you want to play for and then you have to play two games the national championship or like a play the playoffs and everything but that's about as close as it's been man go ahead and bring back the full Full college football, like that was that was better than Madden. Well, oh, that was sure. better than Madden. For I had sure. in the off season was more fun than the season. The fact sometimes. that I could import my guys from college and put them onto Madden for the longest time was the only reason I ever got Madden. Right, and then you, once you played Madden, it was like, hey, look, this is the player yeah, that I played that with dude. or against. Yeah. You could import. Every he was a ninety. Class. He's a seventy-two now. Like, yeah. I mean, that was always super cool, and they took that away, and then it was like, yeah, okay. So I like the off season in that game. Sometimes more than the regular season, the coaching carousel and the recruiting and mm -hmm. the schedule choosing and yeah. like change, you know, assigning what positions your athletes were going to. It was so fun. Yeah. So addicting. <laughs> so with this game, I same thing I said, Rashad, when I noticed how many people were watching 
his Twitch stream about NCAA football. I was like, how pissed are the NCAA and EA sports right now at all this missed opportunity for a new game, money, people looking at their product, and it's being missed out on because they, I mean, someone is literally making money off of their product that's six, seven years old because they are Twitch streaming it. And just also, uh, I think there was like 100,000 people were watching his uh, quote-unquote national championship game the other night. Yeah, Man, that's huge. And he he the joke where he got annihilated. Yeah, Virginia Tech worked him. It was bad. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's exactly where I think. Maybe with the name, image, and likeness, I've read things that the laws that they're passing for NCAA for the name, image, and likeness doesn't really have to play into the video game at all, no. which is disappointing. So then that makes me even more like amped up. Like, all right, let what do we have to do here? Would you really care if they made a new game and it wasn't, you know, the actual players? Yes. Like, would would you care? Uh, well, okay, no. Um, I would not I'd be care. Fine. I would not care because the modding. What are you talking com- about? It's modding- never been national yeah. players. It's been quarterback number eight. Right. 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 You could Hawaii, also make Northern. fake names for it as well. But the modding community makes. Uh, mods and you can and you can get the rosters for it so it is the real players it's just not from the game no i know because initially like that was the big issue was man college players weren't being paid for their likeness and then you go ahead and type in mariota's name and it says it and all type of stuff so what i'm asking is if if these were quarterback number eight on oregon no i mean and then you can go in and and edit names or do that you you can make him and all of a sudden mariota they'll actually go ahead and say the last name so would you mind if they were just the actual schools, but without the actual rosters? Oh, if maybe, if maybe, what if the coaches were just the only ones that were getting getting paid from these no, things? I mean, like all I, of a sudden, I, I would still buy the game and play it. No I, problem. I wouldn't mind because, again, we could just get the rosters. They can't stop the rosters from being made. Those are custom-made things, yeah. right? They've never been able to stop that before. So I would just use the rosters, right? And even back in the day, I I just used the fake names. Like I didn't like it that it was quarterback. I just, gener- I just generated eight. names. Yeah, yeah, I just generated names for the players. I knew I chose the ones that I knew for sure. And, and because then I after after a year or two, you're getting your recruited players anyway, so it doesn't even matter, right? The starters graduate, and then you're just using your recruited players. So at that point, it's a completely new world. So I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I just want the game back. That's all. I just want to back. You hear it, EA? We're looking at you. Bring the game. I know back. you're listening to this small Sunday show in Portland, Oregon. Bring it back, EA. It wouldn't shock me if they get it together. Know, <laughs> if somebody was listening to that, I've always wanted to try and interview or talk to someone from EA and just be like, please, just explain this to me. Why isn't there? A bring game? back. All I'm gonna say is bring back college football 2004 or 2005. Like those were the best ones that they had made, and then they changed it to where you couldn't import players anymore. That's and that's, that's when everything changed. Absolutely. College football 2004 and 5 were the best ones for sure. No. Absolutely. No. Those were so old. No, 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 no. And you're bugging. NCAA 12 was my favorite because the new recruiting in 14 is terrible um, where you have to like put points for each player. Uh, so it's so time consuming. I hate it. It's less time consuming than the old one. The old one yeah. was more time consuming which is why I liked it. It was like you had to actually have phone calls with the players and pick conversation mm-hmm. points. Yeah, the points stuff That's, I don't like. Uh, but just to be cl- just to be clear, that came from college football 2005. Just saying. I know it existed back then, <laughs> just but, they, saying, but they perfected you know? it. 12 was the best one. They should add options into the new one, trash. like, do you want to go to this off-campus party? Mm. <laughs> no, no. And so on that one, it was like, you know, it started with like a, a girl well, on your computer screen, right? Well, yeah, that's like, when you were doing the make a player. And then, yeah. yeah, and then all, you know, as, as time progressed and everything like that, as the better you got, 
the hotter the girl on, on your yeah. on the screen guy. You had that to go through your tight. calendar and like you had to go to class. You do had to go some to class homework. and take take uh, finals and midterms. Like that. man, that yeah. was practice. dope. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they should make these sports games a little bit more realistic, if you know what I mean. Um, do you want to go see your side piece right now? <laughs> Wife is questioning you. Like, uh, yes. do you want this That's cocaine hurt my- railer <laughs> right now? <laughs> this is going to hurt my brand image right here. Uh, I don't know. How high are you getting today? <laughs> Come on. Be careful. You haven't been drug tested for three months. <laughs> they, they need to find that, uh, that gray area between Madden and Blitz the League. You know, where, I love blitz. Yeah, where you were basically taking steroids on the sideline <laughs> to get back in the game. Well, I love the old blitz where you just like the old classic blocky N64 NFL blitz. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Blitz After the play, awesome. you could just like elbow people's <laughs> elbow everybody over and over again on yes. the ground. I remember when that came out in the arcades. Like you talk about a game that took over real quick. Blitz was one of those games. Everybody was trying to. Play Mom, that. Daddy, can I get this new football? And then game? they made the NFL <laughs> streets, and that's when I was like, Yeah, okay, I'm good. But right. NBA streets. One of the coolest video Rashad, games ever made. You could dribble a football in between your legs no, while that was, running down the field. That was that stupid. Is, <laughs> really? I hated That's NFL totally Streets. Yeah, you can totally yeah. do that. NBA Streets was a game changer, though. I had never played NFL Street or NBA Street. <laughs> NBA Street's <laughs> awesome. Man. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, all right, we didn't get to the MLS thing, which I'm sure Rashad's happy about. All right, coming up next, <laughs> hate it or love it. First, Joe has sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. That music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Uh Winner of the segment gets to host the last segment. Joe asked the questions, awards us points based on our answers. And uh, the winner last week was, was you. me, and then two weeks ago was you. I think we've been alternating every other week. It's been a good, mm-hmm. good back and forth. No long stretches, like which I is like fine, it. fine with me, because that usually means I'm losing four in a row. All right, Joe, what do we, uh, what do we have on this now turning sunnier Sunday? It's, it's getting there. We're almost there. Almost, almost. I see uh, things are supposed to pick up by the end of the week. Get a little bit hotter, less cloudy. Nice, nice. So we might get back to uh, that hot weather. All right. Get your fans and portable air conditioners. Get your tans on, man. Yeah. Um, okay, so the NBA is uh, set to come back. Well, they were uh, as of the beginning of this week, and now people are starting to question whether they want to come back or not. Still set to come back. I mean, yes, and that is the thing, is they are set to come back, so, hate it or love it, the NBA players are too late in raising their concerns about a return to play. Well, no, I don't hate it. I I, I don't think they're too late at all, so, hate. Um, The fact that they're letting their voice be heard is good. Uh, There was still, what, a a month and a half until we were going to come back in, in the first place? So there's plenty of time for them to voice their discontent with this. And I know that they already agreed. I know the NBA already agreed. But like we talked about in the first hour, if enough big name players make a fuss about this, they will be forced to change something or face the consequences of not changing it. And by face the consequences, I mean bad backlash publicly, which the MLB is facing right now, or having to run your league without the star players. 
and not getting ratings, not getting people to watch as much, not having people care as much. And frankly, what is this all about? It's about money, right? If it wasn't about money, none of these leagues would be coming back because it's stupid to come back this soon. It just is. But it's about the money. They want their money, and they're not going to make as much money if not as many people are watching because there's not all the good players playing. So if the players came out in a month, it'd probably be too late, right? Mid-July, oh, well, we're now we're getting uncomfortable with this. Set the bar now. Let them understand where you sit with both the protesting and the coronavirus stuff and realize that the numbers are climbing in a lot of places because things have started to reopen and some of that is to be expected, right? It's not all negative that numbers are going up. We knew that would be the case when people were coming back, but set the bar now saying we're watching. We're seeing the safety of this. We're seeing the restrictions you're trying to put on us and we don't like it. So be, be aware that if things start getting worse, we might not be so into this. So uh, I hate that it's too late. It's good that they're doing it now. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate that it's, it's too late. Um, you know, it's really uh, the, the timing of, of George Floyd and, and his death and the recent protests and some things. I think the players are kind of looking at that and start saying, man, we want to make sure that we can give this the full attention that it actually needs as opposed to just going and playing a game and then pushing that issue further and further back. So I think that's a big issue for, for on everybody's mind. But also there's still some things that the NBA hasn't really worked all the way out. Um, Lynch and I were just talking about Major League Soccer and doing something at Disney. So now you're talking about uh, how many teams is, uh, is that uh, quite possibly Lynch? For soccer, I think um, 26. 26, yeah. 26 teams on top of the 22 teams that are already there for the NBA. That means 22, 26 additional medical staffs, 26 additional coaching staffs, friends and family, workers that are coming in and out of the bubble every single day. Um, you're talking about family and friends not being able to spend time with the players for a month and a half, maybe more. I don't think it's too late, but I still think there's a lot of things the NBA and every other sports league has to get worked out before they decide. They put a hard date down saying, we're going to start July 30th. I say I think they could say a target date is July 30th or around those dates, but to come out and say emphatically we're going to start on July 30th, I think is a little um, presumptuous because you don't know exactly what's going to happen over the next little bit. You still don't have every single detail about how games will be played and where and all those things. So there's still a lot of things they have to work out. I don't think it's too late, but I definitely think they need to restructure how they're trying to do this. All right, and on to a uh, real Oregon football team, not my NCAA football video game one. Uh, the Oregon. Well, which one is more real now, Joe? Uh, that is Ooh. true. Yeah, yeah, debatable that, question, right? That is very true. Uh, but Oregon, they got another commit. Uh, it was on, I believe, Friday evening. Yes, they did. And uh, this one gets uh, gets me going because when you get skill players, that that's a big deal to me. I love seeing skill players, big skill players commit. Number two wide out in the nation, Troy Franklin chose Oregon over Alabama, Washington, and I want to say the other school is Arizona State. It was. Yes. The the hat that was on the table just said three stripe life. So they gave more love to Adidas than All right. I don't know. Maybe it was uh something for the the trident for Arizona State. Either way, they got the number two wide out. Troy Franklin and uh, Keith Brown, another top commit, said Duck Fam, we ain't done. He also had a Brandon Buckner commit, said uh, Just Wait, and uh, y'all thought we was done. So it seems that Oregon 
has a little bit more tricks up their sleeves in recruiting, and they're getting some big top recruits over the last few months and year or so. So Oregon, hate it or love it, will be in the college football playoff in the next three years, giving these young young bloods some time to grow and mature before taking them to a college football playoff for uh, by chance. Uh, huh. That's a good question. Um, okay, I'm gonna say love it. Uh, I, I think. Um, hmm. The Ducks were incredibly close last year. With it's important that we it's important that we say that the Bucks were the Bucks. The Ducks were incredibly close last year, and the way, the main reason was because you had a, a great trigger man behind there. Man, Justin Herbert really helped lead this Ducks team all season. If he filled all the little holes that the Ducks didn't have. One of those biggest holes was the wide receiver spot. The fact that Jalen Red uh, kind of became their their biggest receiver towards the end of the year because everybody was banged up, everybody was hurt. They didn't have that big game breaker that they're used to having out there. So obviously getting a guy that was committed to Alabama or is going to go to Alabama, uh, that's a huge coup if you're uh, Coach Cristobal and the Ducks. But yeah, you continue to stack up these guys. Every year, the Ducks keep, last year, last year it was uh, Thib- uh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau? Yeah, it's, last year it was Thibodeau. Nobody expected him to come to Oregon. And now you're seeing it happen all over again. That goes back to saying Cristobal is an amazing recruiter. You saw this Ducks team go from four, go from four wins to what nine wins to all of a sudden on the cusp of playing in the in the national championship and playing in the playoffs so i can I, with all these guys coming in and all these guys continuing to come in and perform almost immediately for the ducks man coach crystal ball's got there's something in the water over there uh whatever he's doing to recruit it's working and i within the next three years it's not impossible to see the ducks being the best team already in the pac-12 right now as it stands they're probably the best one in the pac-12 next couple years they can be one of the best teams in the country you know, I gave you a point for that water comment because I've heard literally when recruits come to Eugene, they will give them the tap water to yeah. drink. And there you go. That's, and that is a, a pitch in itself because the water here in yeah. Oregon is so good. There's no, no, no need for cucumbers or any type of, you know, <laughs> dyes or anything for this water. Just go ahead and drink our, <laughs> exactly. our natural Oregon tap water. Although sometimes mm. cucumber water is tasty. It is, but you don't need, you don't, you know, it's tasty when your water right. sucks. So there definitely is something <laughs> about the water down in Eugene. Absolutely. And, and Coach Cristobal <laughs> is, is serving it up to everybody. Uh, I actually was having this thought. When I saw this news break that, man, if these players pan out, they're about to get themselves up to that level. Oregon's recruiting at a level we've never seen before. Um, Top players from all across the country, they're dominating California, although USC has started to kind of make a little comeback this year and getting some of their players to come back and stay. I mean, they're getting a ton of the California players. And Joey is right. The skill position guys coming in. I'm not as big on it as he is because those guys, I think, have a, a higher variance of being, of not meeting those star standards. But they got a couple of four-star receivers already here. Uh, got another good offensive tackle coming in this class. They're currently the top ten class again, um, although they don't have any five-star recruits. And all of their guys from the last year or two that Mario Cristobal has brought in are have already started to prove themselves. You mm-hmm. mentioned Thibodeau, Thibodeau's first team preseason All-American. Yeah, already, he just is. He just, it is, along with Penny Sewell and Javon Holland. And I had that thought of... Young studs, man. The Ducks are ready to, as long as these players pan out, they're ready to get up to that level and be a college football playoff. So I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I could see them getting to a national championship again with all these great players. So it all comes down to the quarterback position, right? We all like Tyler Shuck. We think he's good from what we've heard. Um, But... 
you know, we thought Braxton Burmeister, when they got him a four-star out of Arizona, was going to be good. And, well, <laughs> how'd that turn out for them? He was terrible. So they've got, a, they've got a good young quarterback. They brought in the veteran who might be the backup, or maybe we'll start. We, we, we don't know who's going to win that job, but you got options. That's what it's going to all come down to. You've got a great player in Penny Sewell on the offensive line, probably the best player in college football, but you need the quarterback play. So I love it. I think they'll, they'll make the college football playoff in the next few years, but you need the quarterback to really hit it. All right. And on to our last one. It has to do with golf, but uh, just one of the guys out on the course. It was uh, the topic of the Facebook post for our show today. Bryson DeChambeau has bulked up in is absolutely huge now out on the golf course. Yeah, he has gained, what is happening? He has gained 20 pounds since the quarantine has uh, started since, you know, mid-March, basically. Apparently, he's gained 40 pounds since September of last year. Mm. Oh. But, yeah, half of that has come within the last few months. It looks like an absolute horse. So, uh, hate it or love it, you've bulked up, gotten healthy in the last few months during this uh, quarantine. <laughs> Uh, I think that's debatable. I'm going to say love because I'm trying, but the gym hasn't been open. Right. So I've been able to go back to the gym. I've been running a lot and I've been trying to eat healthy. But um, now that the gym is open, I'll say love because uh, I'm going to be able to lift again. And uh, I was lifting before the quarantine and I was feeling pretty good about myself. So now uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get back to that point. But so, man, sometimes it's hard right you're ordering food from grubhub you're sitting at home bored there's food in the house you have a couple extra beers because you're you know what do you what else are you doing right and yeah okay you might have run three or four miles that day but you ate too much so i'm in this weird like balance of i'm trying to be good and once now that the gym's back open I, i'm going to be way better because i'm going to be able to lift and it's just going to be better for me in general but i mean it's you're sitting at home a lot it's hard not to just get bored and eat so i'll say love but you know, I'm more neutral. I'm, prob of, I'm probably keeping it even right now. A lot of indifference there, Michael. It's not indifference. It's I know my body, and I'm trying, but I also know that I haven't been able to do everything that I wanted. That's that's what it is. Uh, I hate it. I'll be honest. I am not in shape. Uh, <laughs> I'm round. I think that's the the the, the best shape. I round can. is a shape. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the best one. Um, you know, like like you, Joe, man, got a little dude at the house, man. So a lot of school, a lot of play, a lot of. Other stuff, if I do get anything athletic done, it's because I'm outside playing with my son. We're playing football, playing basketball. We're wrestling, you know, something like that. So I try to be as active as I can. But the truth is, man, I just I, I've found out how much I love beer because uh, <laughs> I've always loved it. But now I figured figured out I really love beer over this last little bit. Uh, I figured out listen that to I, beers on us, man. I, podcast I, every Thursday. Very good, man. We got to uh, listen to the homie Patrick, man. Patrick is very insightful. And then he has a co-host that's pretty He's pretty good too. Decent. I've gotten yeah. more insight. Yeah, he's pretty good. Too. But no, so I think I'm that's learning. The, <laughs> it's been a lot of wings oh, and a lot of pizza and a lot of kind of those quick things. I mind you, I cook most of the time with my son is there, but for for the most part, like it's been a lot of let's eat out, let's go here, let's you know just let's get this delivered here. So like you, so I'm getting pretty pretty round, and I think it's about time some of these LBs come off. And the honesty gives Rashad the win. Well, you know, I'm was a lot of things. Honest? He owned it. I'm a lot of things, but a, a liar is not one of them. I don't. A lot of indifference on the fence, Mike. I'll tweet a picture of my stomach out for everybody. That was. Uh, please do not to do see. That. Uh, <laughs> um, I I was not lying. I was telling the truth. I have been trying. You were trying I, to dress it up though a little bit. You're trying be, to be true to yourself. Trying to dress it up a little bit. Hey man, listen. 
Just pull this whole big thing out, man. A little extra brown sugar on mine, bro. You know what I mean? Yes, I have a belly tour shot there. Yeah, well, we'll talk about uh, dad bods next on The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. This song is still awesome to me. This has been like, what, three years, two years at this point, three years? Yeah, when did you start using this song? I don't know, man. Like, whenever we decided we had to have victory music for Hate It or Love It, it was a good decision, by the way. Yeah, I thought so, too, man. We don't need to change these, do we? Why would we need to change them? Okay, I was just making sure, man. I'll update for the for the people. Uh, this is our victory song. Yeah. Or your victory song. Boss, mine, mine is also a good one. Bossman's been sending emails constantly about it. Change the victory song, okay? I figured that, man. <laughs> I didn't read it. I'm tired it. of hearing the same song. Yeah, well... Stop one of us from winning, then. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the big. That's the big thing, man. So, um, not a whole lot to do. So the the most uh, next week is what I consider um, the most for no reason holiday, um, and of all holidays. You mean all, Father's all, Day? All holidays is the most for no reason. The, man, listen, Father's Day. <laughs> And I, I, I thought it was this weekend. Let me say, actually. let me, yeah, exactly. See, people <laughs> and, don't even remember and I looked and when I saw Father's it was Flag Day is. Day, I listen, was like, oh, listen, Father's Day. Flag Day gets precedence is, over Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? Flags <laughs> are more important than fathers. Ghosts and goblins on Halloween are more important. You know what I'm saying? Than than dads. Think about this. Mother's Day. There's like, oh, buy mom the Pandora bracelet, or go ahead and get mom the new Lexus. Do whatever you know. Like, what does what does dad get? Like, oh, go get some power tools so you can build something. Rashad, this <laughs> like, is this is one of the things you are most passionate about because I want to say every year you bring up something similar about how you think Father's Day is. BS. Father's Day is. Listen, I'm I'm a big fan of my son. He is awesome, uh, but I do not want a macaroni necklace. I do not want another pet. Like, I've got literally a whole room full of my son's artwork, which is awesome, but. Man, I want something real this year. Like, <laughs> man, go buy me something, bro. Like, here's a here's ten bucks, man. Just go out there. But where where are the Father's Day sales? Like, seriously, men's warehouse, any anywhere cool? Like, there's no Father Mother's Day. Gets I'm assuming all the sales. there's a men's warehouse. Get all the brunch, Father's all the brunch Day specials sale. and everything. Honestly, Joe, you're a father. When was the last time you got something cool for Father's Day? Oh God, I mean, it's been like have I ever? You've been, you've been a dad for like eight years now, right? A barbecue apron. Go do something. Exactly. Go that's cook like, something. Yeah. Go, go clean something. Go fix something. That's what that's what Father's Day, you know, is. It's it's you know, kids make your they make your gift. You know, you maybe you maybe get a tie or something like that. <laughs> if you don't wear ties, then you I feel know, like uh, social. I feel like social media is a bunch of BS on Father's Day. Father's Day too, because everyone's like, oh yeah, the fathers, yeah. We, we, and then there's always Remember that one single mom that's day. like. I'm happy Father's Day to me because I'm both mom. Oh, geez. Right. We get it. We can't even get the one 
the one day. Imagine you know I mean? if you or I went on there and we're like on Mother's Day, like you know what? We're I'm a single father. I'm a single father. I do and everything I'm a, a mom does. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to me. There would be a backlash <laughs> against us if we were ever do something like that. But what, yeah. what's, what's the last cool thing you got for your dad for Father's Day? Uh, my dad never wanted gifts for Father's Day, so it's always just been. You know why? Cards because and, Father's Day gifts suck. Well, no, it was my family was the same. My mom didn't want gifts for Mother's Day either. We we would always just go out to dinner and, and do stuff together as a mm-hmm. family. It was never like, oh, I need a gift, son. You know, it's just kind of you, you get a card or you know. Just this do is something a challenge. Nice for him. This is a challenge for all the sons and daughters out there. If your father is still around, um, he's break still the bank account for hey, him. Man, do something cool for him. Don't get him that apron or that that bum ass uh, drill that you think that he wants or anything like that. Man, get him something that he can use or at least something that he'll remember for the next little bit. That's my challenge to everybody that has a father and wants to celebrate them next week. All right. Just Hopefully like, people will take that challenge. Man, hey, man, Uber eats your dad some food. I think that would be cool for him, right where you are. Just say, oh, man, I sent you the stuff from the restaurant. I thought that was cool. Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. There you yeah. go. The only kind of Happy Father's I Day. I got, you, I got you your favorite meal that you can't get because of COVID. Boom. That's cool. Boom. That's thoughtful. I like that. There you go. That's going to do it for us today. If you missed the show, you can find it on the podcast on radio.com app and 1080thefan.com. We'll be back next week, 9 till 11. Have a very good rest of your weekend, and we'll see you then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.